At Atlas Copco, we strive to be the most attractive industrial company in our segments and target markets. Our strong culture of innovation is a result of having great people on board, committed and encouraged to grow and reach their full potential. With the belief that passionate people makes the difference, the People Podcast is one channel where we get to explore and deep dive into topics within people and culture. For those of you who listened to our previous episodes, welcome back. We release new episodes on a quarterly basis and the program today is our eighth release. I'm Cecilia Sandberg, Head of HR for the Atlas Copper Group, and with me I have Dorna Eriksson Shafi, VP Talent Management for the group. Our topic today will be Growth Mindset. How do you set yourself up for success and remain in the growth zone? What is the science behind the theory of growth mindset? Join us and we will explore how the right mindset will get you further than any talent can. Dorna, most welcome. Thank you, Cecilia. I'm so glad to be back in the pod studio for our first release of the year. So am I. I'm so excited about this. Finally, we're back, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So in a time of great change in the business world, we have learned to evolve so that we're able to continuously adapt and pivot when needed. While doing this takes a lot of practice, not doing this will set you back as others around you evolve and win opportunities. So the new name of the game isn't talent and intellect. It's how much you can grow and shift in this ever-changing economy. Would you agree to that, Dorna? I do indeed. And to evolve, we have to shift into what renowned psychologist and professor Carol Dweck calls a growth mindset. This means understanding that the mind is always growing and never stagnant, instead of thinking that intelligence and talents are fixed. Here lies the true engine of our evolution. Mm. I think that's fascinating. So what you're saying is that the essence of our lifelong learning journey should not be about correcting all our flaws and weaknesses, but about constantly evolving so we can continually turn into a better version of ourselves, maybe. Exactly. And the most important keystone to evolving is getting in that right mindset. I think that's very true. So Dorna, you referred to Professor Carol Dweck earlier as the guru in this field. Should we do a deep dive maybe into our research to get the fundamentals right? Sure. So the role of your mindset, which is defined as the collection of your assumptions, your beliefs and attitudes on your success, have been studied by Carol for decades, with her research and findings published in the book Mindset, The New Psychology for Success from 2006. A great read, by the way. Uh, Carol then studies human motivation, so diving into why people succeed, or don't for that matter, and what sits within our control to foster success. Hmm. I think that sounds really interesting. Should we maybe start by getting the definition right then? Uh, What is actually a growth versus a fixed mindset? Yeah, so according to Carol's research, your view of yourself can determine everything. If you believe that your qualities are unchangeable, the fixed mindset, you will want to prove yourself correct over and over again, rather than learning from your mistakes. And to quote Carol Dweck from 2015, In a growth mindset, people believe that their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. Brains and talent are just a starting point. Mm. This view creates a love for learning and a resilience that is essential for great accomplishments. I think that's a very powerful definition. The passion for stretching yourself then, especially when things are not going so well, is actually the hallmark of a growth mindset. 
Interestingly enough, people with a growth mindset will thrive during some of their most challenging times in their lives. Mm, that's very true. And I find that people often confuse a growth mindset with being flexible or open-minded or just having a positive outlook on the mm, world. Mm. So qualities that they believe they're born with. Uh, the truth, however, is that most people are just in between. A pure growth mindset doesn't really exist. I think that's an insightful conclusion. It is a deliberate choice we make every day with which mindset we're walking into a situation with. What am I ready to learn today and what skills will I be practicing while doing so? Mm. And I guess then the million dollar question is, will you actually be able to expand your growth mindset? What are your thoughts here, Cecilia? Hmm. I think we can all agree to that it's not easy to develop and retain a growth mindset. We all have our own fixed mindset triggers, right? Hmm. When we face challenges, receive criticism or perform poorly compared to others, we can easily fall into defensiveness. This will, of course, inhibit growth. Yeah, and so to remain in a growth zone, then we must identify and act on those triggers, right? Mm -hmm. And that is hard work. According to Professor Dweck, when presented with a challenge, an individual with a growth mindset doesn't see it as a risk to fail, but rather as an opportunity to grow. Mm, exactly. The growth mindset theory has actually been widely adopted by agile coaches and leaders across the world. The theory supports the core agile principles for failing fast, learning from failure, experimentation, and pushing the boundaries of the known. Mm, true. And ad adopting the agile mindset is, in essence, embracing the mindset of growth and continuous learning. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And new discoveries in neuroscience also shows us that as humans, we are wired for growth. It's an evolutionary mechanism built into us, something we can all tap into. Maybe we should elaborate a bit on this research, Dorna. Sure. So neuroplasticity is the neuroscience term used to refer to the ability of the brain to change continuously throughout our life. Research in the second half of the 20th century showed that many aspects of the brain are plastic and adaptable even through adulthood. Synaptic connections is the mechanism by which our brains constantly rewire themselves, creating new synaptic connections between existing neurons. So the more we use certain pathways, the more synaptic connections we grow, and the faster and more reliable the brain signals are. So I guess this is the process by which we learn new skills and form new habits then, right? Mm -hmm. The more we lean in and practice them, the easier the skills become. The process also works in reverse. If we stop using certain knowledge and skills, we slowly lose it, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's because the neural pathways become weaker. So the neuroscience behind growth mindset is, is fascinating and helps outline how continuous growth is indeed possible. And the growth mindset is within reach for each and every one of us. Mm. So there is hope for all of us, right? <laughs> indeed. Mm. We did say earlier, however, that the pure growth mindset doesn't really exist and that most of us are somewhere in between depending on situation. Hmm. I mean, how can we recognize that we are walking into a situation with a fixed mindset then? What is your view here? Well, with a fixed mindset, you walk into a situation with the belief that your abilities, your talents, your intelligence or personality traits are given and unchangeable. Hmm. So you're born with what you're born with and that's simply it. The fear of failure then forces us to stick with what we're good at and rarely take a step forward or take a risk. So that is indeed a trigger to mm. look out for. Mm. So true. 
I guess what's even worse is that a fixed mindset doesn't only affect the person, him or herself, but the whole social sphere. People with a fixed mindset tend to see others as competition rather than inspiration. The fixed mindset causes you to have a hard time being happy for other people's success, which of course is a derailer for effective collaboration. Mm -hmm. Good point. So how do you then deliberately develop and practice your growth mindset? Ah, well, first of all, you need to believe that you can achieve it, right? Mm. Ask yourself, are you ready and willing to take some step towards a more open attitude in life? even if it means that you might fail, and accepting it as an opportunity to learn rather than pretending it has never happened. I'm all ready. Let's get down to some concrete actions (laughs) we can all take in this direction. I'll start with my top three. So first up, see challenges as opportunities. It's easier said than done, I know. Uh, But fear of failure is probably one of our most deeply rooted emotions. So start by experimenting. Every time you start over, you learn. And remember that not even the world's greatest athletes or artists started out being the perfect example of the goal. Mm, mm. It takes hard work. Secondly, don't hide your weaknesses, because if you do, you will never overcome them. And thirdly, be happy for others and don't view them as competition. Peer learning is one of the most impactful learning experiences you can have. So don't miss the opportunity to learn from people better than yourself in a certain skill. Mm. I like yours. I have a few favorites as well. Of course you do. Yes, I need to share them. Okay. First of all, maybe take a minute to reflect on how you talk to yourself. Are you telling yourself that if I don't achieve success, I have failed? What about using the word learning here instead? Feels more positive, I think. Hmm. But talking would not be enough, of course. You need to analyze how to do things differently the next time you try. Then I think, you know, try to be nice to yourself. Self-awareness and self-acceptance help you to become more grounded. Simply put, you need to trust in you. Then, developmental feedback is good for you. Although it may not feel so the moment you receive it, right? Try to let go and see criticism as a gift to improve your work. And last but not least, you need to set aside time to reflect on your successes and setbacks. It's almost impossible to learn something new if you don't reflect on the experience, right? Absolutely. Well said. So Dorna, getting closer to the end, and we have been talking about how to set yourself up for success and remain in the growth zone. Uh, We have also touched on the science behind a growth mindset and actions to take in order to expand it. Should we try to summarize and leave our listeners with some key takeaways? Absolutely. So to summarize then, cultivating a growth mindset requires you to put in the necessary time to practice, as with any new skill that you want to develop. And to make this happen, you need to have the motivation to act differently. So ask yourself, do I typically walk into new situations with a fixed or a growth mindset? Do I see a pattern in how I approach new situations Mm. or new people? What is the motivation behind me working on expanding my growth mindset? And what benefits would I see walking in with a growth versus a fixed mindset? I think those are great reflective questions. Perhaps another angle to it would be to look for role models around you. Anyone actively practicing growth mindset that can provide you with some valuable input in learning. Mm, Good point. And then finally, the word yet should be your new growth mindset buddy. So this one is easy. Every Mm -hmm. time you say, I'm not very good at this, add the word yet next to it. This signals the lifelong learning journey towards a growth mindset that you're on and does not really get you blind on the end goal. Mm. 
Well put. Thank you so much, Dorna, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. And to our listeners, thanks for joining us. Stay healthy and safe.